Hey everybody, how's it going? It's the Millennial Upper Podcast. Thanks for stopping by. I know it's been a long time, but hey, I'm Millennial. I'm an Appa. It gets busy this time of year, alright? So, I uh, finally found some time to carve out on this Grammy day. That's a day when the kid goes to Grammy's house. And um, I was finally able to bang something out right here. Just wanted to do a quick little update, you know, because a lot's been happening. Um, a lot of milestones, a lot of growth. What have we been up to? I mean, it's been, uh, whew, man, a month or two? I don't even know. I mean, it's it's holiday season now, so we've just been just, just you know, going through all those. Like, uh, our Halloween was really nice. Um, he didn't go trick-or-treating or anything, but we did have, like, a neighborhood Halloween session thing going on that someone hosted at their house. Very gracious. And uh, all the kids got together. They got to do some, you know, trading some treats and whatnot. There was like a a neighborhood like parade, which was really cool. Very sweet, very cute. Uh, all the kids got to get together, do a little mini parade. It was it was so nice. It felt good. Um, in addition to that, there was a chili cook-off. Yes, there was. And uh, I did participate in the chili cook-off. Um, I might even say I probably felt a little bit more serious about it than I, I don't know how other people felt about it, but I, I, I felt the the competition bug, and so it was my first time making an over-the-top chili, which was, and it was an over-top smoked chili, so we got a cast iron Dutch oven, you know, made the chili and whatnot, then you put a grate, like a metal grate over that, and then you form your ball of meat, so we made like a ground beef pork mixture type of thing, and like a meatball, you put that on top, and then you throw that whole thing in the smoker, and the meat kind of cooks and smokes and the drippings get right into the chili and then once that's all done you break the meat up and put it in the chili oh man it was so good i mean i don't know uh it was so good i gotta do it again um it was also nice because i got to heat heat up the uh the smoker and uh kind of clean it like i didn't have to put meat on there or anything i just heated it up and you know we just put the pot on there so that was nice just a little little housekeeping part i guess to include but um yeah, I mean it was it was it was calling the cook off, but then you know I I got there and there were like three other chilies. There were jars and and stuff to to put votes, but then nobody did any voting, so it just ended up being a potluck, which is fine, I guess. It's fine, but um, hey, I'm pretty sure uh, my chili was busted, as the kids say. Anyways, so that was Halloween. Felt good. We had a ton of trick or treaters too. I should include that. We had like. Probably like a hundred trick or treaters come through. It was crazy. It was fun. It was neat. Um, I also learned or relearned rather that like this might blow some of y'all's minds. In Vermont, there's no like set times for trick or treating. I mean, you might ask somebody, they'll tell you. They'll be like, "Oh yeah, it start." You know, little kids start at five thirty, and people kind of just start at six. Um, and then and then there's no real set. And by by set, I mean like the town, I guess. Doesn't really tell you when to stop. Because I'm from uh, southern New Hampshire, and it's straight every year. It's, you know, 6 to 8. <laughs> That's it. And you shouldn't be doing anything after 8. You know, everyone everyone just knows. Um, but here, it's like, you can't, you know, it's it's assumed that, oh, the little kids are going to come out first, right? Because, you know, the parents kind of do dinner and whatnot with them, put them to bed early. And then uh, 
then the older kids come out and then it's it ends when the houses just like turn their lights off i guess and just like people just read the vibes so yeah that's a that's a vermont thing um i couldn't believe it it's kind of also just like what how do you just i don't i don't know how do you, i can't just be up forever giving out candy but some people do it it's really nice of them um so yeah that's halloween that's neat i uh oh yeah i should probably include what we were I, um, for the parade, I wore a Minions costume. I got a Minion. I was a rich Minion. Uh, if you, I'm a Yeet fan, so I dressed up like a Minion and I put, like, some bling on. It was fake bling. I think the other parents thought I was weird, which is fine. I think that's just going to be, that's, that's always who I've always been and always will be. So, then, uh, the wife, Nicole, she was a cat. Um, she, like, got the ears and stuff like that. She didn't put the tail on, though. She didn't put the tail on. Uh, and then for the actual Halloween night, for the trick-or-treaters, I didn't feel like putting all that on again because I couldn't really access my pockets as a minion. But uh, I just put my fish hat on. If you know me, I have this, like, hat that looks like a fish, and it goes over my whole head, and it's just my face poking out, and it's really funny. And um, or at least I think it's funny, or some people do. I don't know. I got it in Japan can't really get it anywhere else i tried to like find this thing somewhere online i really just couldn't find anything like it so yeah that was that and then um uh thanksgiving came up and we went to the grandparents that was really fun just ate a ton of food it was amazing um but hey i mean baby is doing doing great right now with all the milestones he's 15 months old now which is nuts um time is crazy he is walking and, like, kind of running. Like, he definitely wants to. He prefers to walk for sure. Uh, and he, you know, he knows and realizes that it's faster and stuff. And he's taller and this and that. Um, wants to run because he's, you know, he sees him, he's up here, right? And um, it's just, <laughs> it's just, it's fascinating and it's just mind-blowing and everything just happens so fast. So he's walking around. And he is talking around. He loves to talk. I think he's, I, the doctor asked how many words he had, and we couldn't really, like, really think of it. But I think he's got, like, 50 or 100 words or something. He, he can say some sentences, too. Like, if um, if I say, you did it, he'll say, I did it. And it's so cute. Um, he can say some colors. Loves to say purple and yellow. Um, loves to say, appa. Loves to say, mama and amma. Um... Likes to say all done. He knows when he just when he's all what all done means, which is really cute. It's funny at the doctors the other day. He he you know I think he's he understands what happens at the doctors now, <clears throat> which is like not that fun stuff. We play some like basketball in the office or whatever or in the in the room and yeah. Anyways, he uh he was all done <laughs> after a while there uh, after the shots especially he was just like, all done all done and pointed to the door and said open open and so yeah he has needs and desires and, and definitely knows how to communicate them um it's it, it I, I feel like it changes up the dynamic of the whole relationship right because now he just uh just straight up says something or you know he'll he'll try to say something and it could be close to something else that i should know and Sometimes his open is like, opa, opa, and so I'm like, wait, what? And then, oh, he's trying to say open. I He wants me to open this beer for him. I'm just kidding. But, yeah, you know what I mean. Open this and that, the Vaseline. He wants me to, wants me to open the Vaseline container all the time. So, that's fun. Um, it's been amazing. It's been amazing. 
he can uh in terms of also like the the motor skill has been really impressive he can um like if i if i'm if he's holding something i'm putting like a sweater on him he can like put one put the thing in one hand so then he could put his arm through the sleeve and then he puts the thing back in the on his other hand that has a sleeve in it so he does he because he knows the other sleeve is about to come and um he's just like he's a little kid now which is amazing it's really cool love that guy um he's been eating solids like a ton of like that's all we do right now he's been eating solids for a while um in terms of favorite foods hmm i mean he recently very recently like two days ago introduced like um doing cereal and milk like together and like in a in a bowl with a spoon and he's been loving it the guy loves honey bunches of oats and who doesn't if you didn't if you, like how do you if you don't like honey bunches of oats you just probably just never tried it or maybe you're more of an almonds person i don't know but um yeah that's been really great still loving his uh loves pasta still um loves fruit does he have a favorite fruit maybe banana Loves to say nana nana all the time um still not into meat um beef in particular he doesn't like beef but he does like chicken which is cool doesn't like fish as much right now i would like him to um i'm trying to get more protein in him so yeah oh that was wanda snoring i'm not farting um excuse you wanda so yeah food's been pretty good he um he knows when something is yummy, like a some kind of treat, you know, chips and ice cream. Not that I give him, like, his own thing of that stuff, but, like, just a bite. And, um, yeah, it's great. It's been great having him just, just watching him and watching his face as he tries these new foods. It's so fun. So that's been really great. Um, definitely a snack king. Loves his snacks, for sure. Um, what else? He eats, uh, he loves his pirate's booty. He loves green beans, steamed green beans. He loves grapes, crackers. Oh, I, I uh, tried to trick him into eating meat by giving him like a piece of salami. I think he ate some the other day. Um, but yeah, that's what's happening with the eating. He's off the formula now, which is crazy. That was like maybe a month ago. Um, and that was only one bottle right before sleep. And so now he just gets the one, he still gets one bottle, but it's just straight up milk and you warm it up and he gets eight ounces and we, um, do that, uh, during his story. We read a story to him every night before bed. Um, still loving the books. Hello, hello. And I say, yeah, hello, hello by Brendan Wenzel. And I know these authors names because I say them every night. And we got good night moon by Margaret Wise Brown pictures by Clement Hurd and of course, Llama Llama series, so Llama Llama Red Pajama reads a story with his mama, mama, Llama Llama, feel alone, you know, all that stuff, um, written and illustrated by Anna Dudney, rest in peace, rest in power, um, so yeah, loving those books, loving that bottle at nighttime, um, he's sleeping all right, he's sleeping all right, he's getting, he, he's he, even, st like, starting to experiment with sleeping in, which has been such a cool blessing. <laughs> um, I mean, we were, I have to admit, we were pretty lucky even before that. Like, he would sleep throughout the night anyways. Like, maybe 10 hours, 11 hours. Like, what? We put him in bed at 6.45 and he would wake up at around 5-something. 
And that's pretty good for a 15-month-old. I know some of y'all probably still, you probably want to kick me because you got someone that might be older and not sleeping. But it's all good. Um, now he goes to bed around 7 and come, wakes up, like he wakes up at maybe 5.45ish, but he doesn't like call out. Like he'll just be like, appa, appa, in bed and kind of just mess around. Um, and so then they just go in there and then, you know, he's just a happy guy when you go in there without him like calling for it. He's like, oh my goodness, you're here. And it's so cute. So sleep's been good. Um, and nap time's been good too. He just one nap a day, um, 12 to two, which is pretty dope. Like I get to do things like eat and clean and just like, you know, put the house back together. Cause after playing around, he, um, yeah, pretty much just is a hurricane. Uh, it's all good. He's loving downstairs a lot. Um, our basement, which is like a finished carpeted basement with like big playpen area, couch, and our like fun table, like our pool table that is also a ping pong table. And so he's been loving paddle, paddle, which is ping pong, um, and ball, ball, paddle and ball. And then he, he wants me to put him on top of the table and then he just holds the ping pong paddle and I'll throw the ball at him and he kind of just swats at it and stuff. And it's great. He loves it. He loves it. So that's what he's been up to right there. Um, on a more, um, I don't know, different note, he's also been, like, hitting his face or hitting his head more often these days. It's, like, a thing, apparently, like, a very common thing with this age uh, is when, like, you just get frustrated and your just instinct or your impulse is just to, like, hit yourself, I guess, in frustration. Um, it's kind of sad to see. I, I don't like it, you know, because no one likes to see your kid hit themselves, but that's what he does, and, um, you know, I have to really think about like wait why are you doing that like and I, I shouldn't do it to myself to be like don't do this right because then he's just learning that like to do it and so he's just exploring his emotions uh all these new big emotions and uh, I think he's doing okay um you know that's one way of dealing with it I guess <laughs> it's interesting it makes me think of like what's innately human and how we react you know I think about like when do you see that like when someone gets frustrated and hits themselves on their head in their face or in their head like I just think about when I see it in old cartoons or something or like the silly character on TV is like, oh, I did it again. And, you know, they hit their head or in old Spanish books when they're describing different vocab words and tonto is um, being, you know, stupid or silly or whatever. And they like put the, the sign is like putting your palm to your head. So I don't know. I just been thinking about that. How like I didn't teach him that, you know, I don't know where he saw that. Maybe he picked up at school. I don't know. I doubt it. But it seems like an instinctual impulse to, to do. So it's been interesting. Um, hope he stops. <laughs> hope he doesn't hit himself too hard one day. But um, yeah, that's what he's been doing. It's been busy. It's been super busy. <laughs> um, Christmas is coming up too. We're responsible for that this year in our new house, a new space. And so we got our tree. I got it with um, you know with the whole fam and aunt and uncle came as well cut the tree down this year that was pretty dope i'd never done that before and so i was happy to bring i brought my own saw i'm very up i like so i brought my own saw and i brought like some gloves and i brought measuring tape to measure the space in the trees that was uh, that was key and i also brought my little uh, hatchet which i was like do i really need this and i ended up 
needing it. It was actually super helpful because you want to like kind of hack away some of those smaller branches on the bottom before you cut at the trunk of the tree. It's just like easier to do, but it's also easier to do it with the hatchet than to do it with the saw because I don't know, the saw is just sketchy to do that with like the smaller branches, right? So, um, it was really fun. It was awesome. The tree place was crazy. Uh, it's called like White's Tree Farm. I think they've been doing it. It's like a family farm. They've been doing it for maybe like 12, 15 years or whatever. But they have this whole system. You get, you cut down the tree. You can borrow their saws. And then like what's also part of the whole thing is you um, you can get the tree shaken. Like they have this like machine that shakes all the dead needles off the trees. And then they net. They have a net thing to like wrap up your tree. Um, and I've seen you know the netted trees on people's cars before and i always think like what the heck is that about like why, why do they do that and it's so then it's just like easy to transport and like get into your house um and less of a mess to get into your house too so that's what that's about it was awesome very nice totally worth it it's probably like 60 bucks or something like that so um highly recommend cutting down your own tree if you're a christmas person one day um do it with the fam is, is dope Watch out for the stumps, though. That's, like, the dangerous part, I felt like, is, like, it's easy to trip. Um, but, yeah, the other thing I want to tell you about Christmas, I guess this is a little secret. A little secret from the family. But, I mean, they're going to find out. If you're listening, it's all good. But we're, uh, yeah, we're preparing to make a ham. And uh, not trying to buy, like, an already cooked ham. Like, we're going to do the whole thing from scratch. And so I already did a practice one, and it was dope. So good. Um, like, you bought the pork leg. Like, it's not cured. It's just, like, straight up. You, when you go to the grocery store, you see that pork shoulder or pork leg or whatever. And then we cured it ourselves. And so, like, I had to get some curing salt, which is different. You just that pink stuff. And it's actually dangerous to eat. And so you got to, like, wash it off and, and stuff after you brine it. So, anyways, yeah, I made a dry brine. Salt, sugar, the curing salt. I put that in the, the leg. Sorry, I rubbed that mixture all over the, the pig, the pork. And I put that in a Ziploc bag, and then I let that sit in the fridge for like five days to brine. And then it was good to go. We, uh, I put it in the smoker, and then I finished it off in the oven. And it was amazing. I couldn't believe it. It was like, did we, we were kind of, we weren't sure if it was going to work. Because <laughs> um, it's like really like turning something into ham, and then we cooked it, and you cut it up. And <laughs> we were like, it looks like ham. Smells like ham feels like ham and sure enough it, it became ham so huh i'm excited to do that uh again for christmas i'm gonna make i mean we're trying to get like a big like whole ham leg that'd be awesome but it might be kind of hard to find so we might have to just do two of the ones i did before and um yeah excited i don't know if you could tell but yeah the chili and the ham i'm big in the smoking foods um i've done quite a few pork butts for pulled pork quite a few briskets some ribs and um you know just appa things that's how it is speaking of appa things what's up with me um a lot of health stuff for me not terrible i mean like i went to the doctor a couple times yesterday like i went to um i had to find a new doctor because my other doctor just like disappeared again it happens to me i don't know why my doctors disappear on me but i yeah so i had a I had like a skin issue behind my ears because the scopolamine or like the seasick patches that I took in October, I guess like, I don't know, the residual like itchiness is still there from it, like some strange side effect. And so a doctor was just like, yeah, you got to just like 
soak yourself in hydrocortisone and aquaphor there and like you'll be okay okay whatever maybe it was that was a, a zoom call answer but hey i wanted to be there in person to really check it out you know so that wasn't too too bad and then today i had an eye exam um because my eyes are just you know actually it, apparently they're not that they're they're fine they didn't really change that much from my previous prescription it's just that my glasses were messed up in terms of like the shape of them and that that's been straining my eyes and making things more blurry i guess <laughs> because sorry because he took a a baby took my glasses i've been mean, bending them and stuff and so it, yeah it is what it is <laughs> um but other than that uh nicole and i have started going to the gym uh more often we became members at the edge and uh it's a health club they got the pool they got the sauna that's my big thing i love doing sauna and um that's been helping a lot you know with the mental health and the physical stuff too usually this time of year we eat a shit ton and we just like feel bad about ourselves because we're just eating and drinking a ton but i feel like already we're like off to a good start like we're ready to to eat and drink more now and it'll be fine and, and we'll feel better like we won't feel as shitty as we do on january 1st like we always do like we'll be okay um so yeah exercising a lot just uh trying to make sure i'm uh, getting everything i need to to be a successful millennial appa out here so yeah that's pretty much been it just, you know super busy it's it's the holiday season you know we're doing all i'm, I'm trying to figure out the shopping and everything but at the same time like the, the house still needs to get taken care of like putting up these christmas lights has been the whole thing and ah you know it's funny, I heard my neighbor tell me that it gets competitive around here with Christmas lights. And I was like, really competitive? How's that even, what's that look like? How's that feel? Um, I I get it now. I see, it, it's not so much compet competition that I feel with the Christmas lights in my neighborhood. It's more like pressure. <laughs> people are putting up mad lights. And they're nice. You know, some people are putting up some really, like a, it looks like a show for some of these houses, you know, so... Um, with the nighttime dog walks, I get a little treat by <laughs> going around and, and looking at all the neighbors, cool lights. Thank you. Neighbors putting up cool lights, free show. And in, in addition to that, I feel like, uh, other people know about this too. Like know about our neighborhood with the lights. I see a fair amount of, uh, cars just driving slowly through the neighborhoods just checking out people's lights. So that's neat. Um, in terms of our lights, oh my gosh, our lights are so sad right now. I have like put up like three lights like a net one net another net and like a string on the tree and it was just yeah the baby was with us while we were doing it and then it's been raining and so it just looks so incomplete and crappy right now <laughs> um i think maybe next year i might go a little harder and paint with the lights maybe get some nice like commercial grade lights but this year is kind of more of a trial i don't know i still got a couple more days so maybe maybe i'll i'll catch some kind of christmas spirit bug and i'll put some more lights up but yeah, people have been doing real nice stuff. And I, you know what? I also know that there's like a, I've, I mean, we just recently learned that there's a service. There's like a, people put up Christmas lights for you around here if you're really into that, if you really need it. So that's interesting. Um, I wonder how many people around here did that. But I don't know. It is what it is. It still looks nice. I, um, yeah, everything's pretty cool. Everything's pretty cool. I've also been, uh, in addition to the, you know, the health stuff physically i feel like um trying to get back into making music and so my new year's resolution see i'm gonna say it i'm gonna put it out there in public right now so that means i have to do it um 
I'm going to make a five-song EP. Yes. Going to make some five-song little mini album. Um, just because I have that itch. I want to make something. You know, I haven't made uh, a musical composition in years, I feel like. And so, well, in terms of just like many songs, I guess. Like I've made some single songs throughout the years. Um, but the last time I feel like I made like me a three or four or five song EP was in high school. And um, I know it's possible. I just like have to, have to sit down and do it, uh, feel inspired and whatnot. Maybe like get a little less in my head about if it's good or not. You know, back in the day, I think I was just like, I didn't care as much. I kind of just went and just made it happen. But I also had less stuff on my mind. And so just making music and being creative is just different as you get older. Um, just more outside factors and more layers of your identity just kind of, ugh just affect how you create it seems and so i'm navigating that right now and uh it's been a journey you know i'm life's a journey i keep learning more and more about myself and it's because of just just life i guess i don't know that wasn't very poetic of me but <laughs> it is just it's what's happening so but yeah i mean that's pretty much it i just wanted to give a quick update on a little bit of what's happening here and there um i do want to do a nice fun episode soon um with another guest it's it's been uh, tough to nail some people down right now but hey it's all good all right well thanks again for stopping by the millennial Apple podcast i hope you have a great rest of your week peace